I'm not doing this just to take up time this morning, but I, I feel like this would be something very important. If you have it written down, um, a couple of you can go and collect them. You don't look at them as you collect them, but just collect them and bring them back up here to me. <clears throat> Again, uh, the million dollar request is not going to be answered. Not that God can't give us a million dollars, but there's not any one of us in this room that could handle a million dollars and still remain saved. What's this? These are, these are blank ones. I got a little response to that, but some of you might not have heard me, but it's the truth. Amen. Amen. Everybody turn their card in. You all done. You don't have to fold it. Don't don't fold it. There you go. Unfold it. Thank you. I tried to get everybody years ago when I was district secretary to not fold their dollar bills because you know what a pain in the neck it is to unfold money and then have to count it. My, my, my. All of you should have that. All of you should have that privilege of doing that in your life. Amen. Everybody turn their card in. I don't know whether they're right side up or upside down, but we'll get to it. Amen. Stand with me this morning. We're going to read from the word of the Lord. Again, I I say, honestly, it's good to be here today. Um, I've been away on Sunday mornings now for pretty close to the last month and uh, miss being here. Uh, but where I've been, I've seen, thankfully, the Lord's blessing and and um, been involved in some tremendous services where God moved and did some great things. And uh, we're so thankful for that. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Joshua. If you're looking at it in your Bibles, it's in the Old Testament. Amen. And Joshua chapter 1, and we'll begin with verse number 1. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise. Go over this Jordan, thou, and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the, wild, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses... 
so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. I want to preach from this subject this morning. Prepare your victuals. Prepare your victuals. You may be seated. Our text starts off with the words, now after the death of Moses. Um, It's letting us to know that Moses had passed on. It gives us an explanation a little bit about Moses after his death. It, It lets us to know that while he was alive, Moses was the servant of God. I do, I do think it's important that we stop and recognize that they didn't call him the leader of the children of the Israel. They didn't call him a great man. God referred to him in the scripture as the servant of the Lord. I believe the greatest individuals in the work of God are those that have given themselves to become servants. Servants to the Lord. It says that after his death, the servant of the Lord, it said it came to pass. Now, if we go back a couple of chapters, we see the Lord preparing Moses for his upcoming death. We're not going to read all those scriptures, but you can if you want to. God begin to talk to Moses and tell him, this is what's going to happen. Uh, most times, God does not inform us of these times that are about to happen in our life. We don't know when God is going to take us. We know that it is a fact that it's appointed unto man once to die, But very rarely does God give us pre-instruction and pre-time of our upcoming death. But in this case, the Bible lets us to know that he began to prepare Moses for his upcoming death. And he also began to prepare the people for what was going to be ahead of them. I know the Bible tells us that today is all we have. The scripture is very clear where it says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. That indicates to us that there is coming a time when either individuals or people at large or nations will not be able to find the Lord anymore. Such was the case with King Saul after he disobeyed God. He went to the witch of Endor and he tried his very best. He wanted to hear from God again, but he could no longer hear from the Lord. And when he went there, that was his statement to the witch of Endor. Why have you come to me? Well, And when he disquieted the servant, when he brought him back from the dead, amen, the answer was, Saul said, because I can no longer hear from God. 
It is a treacherous place. It is a dangerous place to get into where we are void of God in our life. The New Testament uses the word which we should never use lightly, but it puts those people in a category of reprobates. Those that can no longer or ever will again hear from God or feel the touch or presence of the Lord. So the scripture is very clear about today. It lets us to know today is the day of salvation. In the book of Hebrews, it tells us today, if you hear his voice, for God comes to speak to us many times, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. So we know that the Bible talks to us and lets us to, to know that today is all we have. But from time to time, not very often, but from time to time, he prepares us for the future. If you look at the life of Saul in the New Testament, amen, he was a man that was determined to put away God's people and to put down all the things of God. He was a man that threatened the people of God and did whatever he could, amen, to annihilate them. But the Bible says these words, but on the road to Damascus, he had an encounter with God. The Bible says that as that encounter took place, he fell to the ground. Sometimes God has to knock us down to get our attention. A sickness might come. Some kind of trouble might come. A problem might arise. There might be a surgery in our life that's not expected. There might be some kind of money issues. But sometimes God has to knock us down to get our attention. And as the Lord knocked Paul down to get his attention, Paul heard a voice saying, Saul, excuse me, Saul. He said, Saul, Saul, why? Persecutest thou me? Look at Saul's response. He immediately understood who he was dealing with, for the first words out of his mouth was, Who art thou, Lord? You know, there is no doubt in my mind that people know when and that God is dealing with them. They can make believe that everything is all right. They can put on a front. But inside they know that God is dealing with them. Jesus answered to Saul and he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In other words, if you, it, uh, it will not go well for you. This is what we could interpret this as, the Lord saying to Saul, it will not go well for you if you keep on fighting against what God is trying to do in your life. 
I echo those words this morning. Amen. When the Lord deals with us in situations and deals with us in, in things that are in our lives, trying to get us closer to him, trying to get our relationship right with him. If we continually fight against the Lord, uh, amen, we're not out killing Christians, but if we continually reject God's, uh, amen, power and presence towards our life, it will not go well with you if you continue to fight against the Lord and what he's trying to do in your life. If you keep going in this fashion, it will not turn out well. Listen to me today. It will not go well with you if you keep on fighting against the will of God for your life. Then we find where, as the Lord spoke, Saul began to tremble. And he was astonished. Understand the Lord knows your heart. He knows what's going on in your life. He addresses it specifically to us from time to time. Saul was astonished and he trembled and he responded to the Lord knowing that God was dealing with his life. And he said, what wilt thou have me to do? I pause so that we can think about it. Amen. It was not just some ordinary response, but he said, what will you have me to do? There requires action in our lives when God begins to deal with us. There requires, a, amen, a little change sometimes, a little looking inside when God begins to deal with us. And the Lord spoke immediately back to him and said, arise. Go into the city and it shall be told thee what thou must do. At the same time, God was working on Ananias and getting him ready for Saul. For as God was dealing with Saul... After he fell to the ground, God was dealing with Ananias. And as God said to Saul, arise and go to the city, he was speaking to Ananias and saying, arise and go into the street called Straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarshish. For behold, he prayeth. Saul did not just go to the city and sit on an easy chair. He just did not go to a house and, and ask to have a, amen, a, 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 a feast prepared for him. He did not go and turn on the, 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 the local news and try to catch up on what was happening. He did not go and do any of those things. But what he did do was he went there understanding he was dealing with God and he began to pray and seek the Lord. Can I stop here and talk about prayer for a moment? Not now I lay me down to sleep kind of prayer. Not prayer for my food and God bless this and God bless that kind of prayer. For when Jesus came to the temple and he found some things he did not like. And yes, there are some things which Jesus does not like that we bring to church. Attitudes. 
hidden sins. I'm going to get specific now. But your browsing history. Sneaking on your cell phone. Minds not here in the service just wanting to get through it so we can go do what we have planned. And when Jesus came and found some things that he did not like in the church, in the temple, the Bible lets us to know that he began to turn over some tables uh, and he got his whip out and listen at the words that the Bible records. The Bible says that he drove them out of the temple. It was not a mere request. Uh, amen. It was not a mere pamsy, mamsy, whamsy, amen, kind of occurrence. Uh, amen. But he took that whip uh, and those things that he felt did not belong. Uh, amen. Where his presence belonged. Uh, amen. The Bible says he treated them harshly and he drove them out. He didn't politely say, please, please leave. He didn't overlook them. But he drove them out. And he said, this is my house. My house is a house of prayer. This is where God's presence comes down. Uh, this is where you meet the almighty one. Uh, amen. And you ought to void yourself of things. Uh, amen. And come in. Uh, can I say we need prayer that moves God and man today. We need a Jacob type of prayer. Uh, amen. A prayer. Uh, amen. Where Jacob got a hold of the angel and he said God I will not let you go until you bless me I don't care how long it takes I'm determined that I'm going to get a hold of the Lord and when he has encounter with God and when God touched his life he walked away differently not only physically because God disjointed his hip but he walked away differently spiritually for God said, I'm changing your name from Jacob the supplanter to Israel, which now you have power with God and with man. Can I tell you this morning that we do not need another revival? We do not need another special preacher. What we need. And I say we, us, you and me, what we need is to be revived. What we need in the church today is more conviction. It will make us look inward, which will then bring revival to us. Paul wrote, uh, and he said, and brethren, I came, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech uh, or wisdom, uh, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in meekness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration uh, of the 
spirit uh, and of power. Uh, We need this in our day today. Uh, We need uh, apostolic preaching. Uh, We need Holy Ghost filled, uh, amen, anointed men of God uh, that are not afraid to stand uh, in a pulpit uh, and declare what thus saith uh, the word of the Lord. Uh, We need the demonstration, uh, the demonstration uh, of the spirit of God uh, and it needs to come with power and authority. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. We need more testimonies uh, like Sister Melissa's uh, as she testified today. Uh, Amen. I've been dealing with a problem, uh, but now I believe uh, God healed me. Uh, It wasn't the doctor made a mistake. Uh, It wasn't that this was wrong. Uh, No, she had a problem, but God moved uh, and intervened uh, and God healed me. Uh, Where, where are the days uh, Where are the times uh, when God can come and do what he desires to do among us? We need in this day, what we need in this day is not more flowery sermons, not more scripted worship, not more of this nice thing or that nice thing, but what we need more of uh, is a move of the Holy Ghost uh, in demonstration uh, and in power. We need to see more healings. We need to see more people delivered from alcohol, from drugs, from vices, from pornography. Don't tell me we don't have a problem with that. The enemy is using that to bombard the minds of men and women of our day. Amen. They have become so used to it. It is so easy and frequent. Amen. To get at. Nobody knows what you're doing. But I'm telling you, God knows what you're doing. And we need God to come down in this day in demonstration of spirit and with power and bring conviction upon the hearts of men and women that they may be delivered from the violence of the enemy. Amen. And God can set them free again. Homosexuality uh, is purporting every every fashion of society. We need God to deliver us from this. Uh, Worldliness is coming in the church itself. We need God to deliver us from this. Uh, Amen. We need God to deliver us from ourselves. We need to see the power of God drive as he drove those out of the temple. We need to see the power of God drive people to an altar again. It has been far too long, uh, amen, since in the middle of a service, uh, amen, somebody got so convicted uh, that God drove them to an altar uh, where they could make it right with God. Uh, It has been far too long uh, since we got, uh, amen, the demonstration of his spirit uh, and with the power of God uh, that God drove somebody, uh, amen, from the street driving by uh, to get out of their car uh, and to run into the church 
church uh, and to come to an altar where God could change their life. We need to see people baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Sometimes God shows us the future as he showed Moses. We go on and preach this morning. We find it recorded that Moses was a great prophet. I know the Bible says to us in Joshua that he was the servant of the Lord. But we read prior to that that the Bible records that there was no prophet like him then or after. We read in the preceding chapters to Joshua 1 that the Lord called Moses and Joshua aside. And Moses blessed Joshua. This is the words of Moses to Joshua, and he gave Joshua, the son of Nun, a charge and said, be strong, be strong. If there's something that our ministry needs, if there's something that we as saints also need in this day, and that is to be strong, strong in the word. Strong in our faith, strong in the doctrine, strong in our worship. Amen. He said to him, this is my charge to you, Joshua. Be strong and of good courage. He knew what he faced as a leader. He knew what he faced Amen. Trying, uh, amen, his best to lead three and a half million people, uh, amen, in the ways of God. Uh, he was rebutted. Uh, he was rebuked. Uh, amen. He was criticized. Uh, all kinds of things were said about and against him. Uh, amen. People rose up uh, in rebellion against him. Uh, amen. Uh, and not understanding that it was against God. Uh, amen. But he faced all those things uh, and he was now giving a charge to the next man, uh, amen, to Joshua, amen, I'm about to step off the scene, uh, Joshua, if there's one bit of advice I can give to you, uh, it's be strong, uh, you're going to face some things that are not going to be easy, uh, you're going to face some situations that you're not going to be met well with, uh, but be strong uh, and of good courage, why, for thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land which I swear unto them and under the direction of the Lord he was speaking for God and he said and I will be with thee amen and then Moses began to remind Israel who it was that was their God Begin to remind them of how much God loved them. In spite of what they did do 
or did not do. God loves us. Paul wrote to us in the New Testament about the love of God. He said, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened. We just wrote, read from Paul's writings in Corinthians. But he said that you would be strengthened with might by his spirit. It's not by might, our physical. It's not by power, but it is by my spirit, saith the Lord. You can try to do what you can do to the best of your ability, but if it's in your own power, it'll only rise to a certain level. What we need in this day is not more of our own ideas, not more of our own power, but we need more of the power of God to be resident in our lives. And the scripture says that we need to, uh, and that God would grant to us not only the riches of his glory, but that we would be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. I have so much to preach about this morning. I cannot take time to delve into all of these But God must, he must dwell in our hearts. It can't be just a casual experience. It can't be just a Sunday morning go to meet and experience. He must dwell in our hearts. That ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height. And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. God loves us. Oh, I'm so thankful that God loves us. In spite of myself, in spite of my shortcomings, in spite of what I find myself doing that I don't want to do, in spite of all that, in spite of it, God still loves us. And he still reaches for our soul to bring us to a closer relationship to him. Then Moses began to talk to him and let him know that there was no God like unto our God. God himself said at one point, I looked through the heavens for another, another like him, and I found none. There's no God like our God, church. He's so faithful, so kind, so forgiving, so loving, so long-suffering, so patient, so understanding with us. There's no God like our God. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, uh, the beginning and the ending. Uh, Amen. He's the rose of Sharon, uh, the lily of the valley, uh, the bride and the morning star.
star. His name is wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. He has revealed himself in every revelation that we need to be successful in living for God. He showed us who he was in Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. He showed us who he was in Jehovah Makedesh Kim, the Lord who sanctifies. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Jehovah Roi, the Lord is my shepherd. Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Jehovah Shama, the Lord is there. And Jehovah Sid Canoe, the Lord is our righteousness. He is our God today. Uh, Amen. We know him in all of his fullness today. Uh, Then they just knew him little bits at a time. But today we know him in all his fullness. Uh, Amen. And that is in the name of Jesus. uh, The name that's above every name. There's no God like our God. And then Moses put a choice before them. He said, see, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. In that I command thee this day, it was not a suggestion. Too many in our society today are purporting That the precepts of God, the commandments of God, are merely suggestions. And yet Moses came out and said, I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God. To walk in his ways. And to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments. uh, That thou mayest live and multiply. uh, And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away. So that thou wilt not hear, but shalt be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. I denounce you this day. That ye shall surely perish. And that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land, whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. There it is. Tell him it's right there. It's yours. You, you make the choice. Hey, man, he said, therefore, choose life. That both thou and thy seed may live. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God. And that thou mayest obey his voice. And that thou mayest cleave unto him. For he is thy life and the length of thy days. That thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers. To Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give to them. Amen. Can I talk to our young people for just one second? Young people. 
You must live for God in your schools. You cannot go to that school and be different in that school than what you are on Sunday. Do not try to hide who you are. You are a child of the Lord. You've been born again, uh, buried uh, in his name in baptism, uh, filled with the wonderful gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I know you're different. Uh, I know you stand out because of the way you act, uh, the things you don't do, uh, the way you talk and how you dress. Uh, And I know it might not be popular, but hear me today. God has set before you uh, as a young person uh, a choice, uh, amen, to live for God, uh, amen, or to deny him. I'm encouraging you today, live for God, uh, live for God. Uh, You can be an absolute uh, astounding witness in your school. You might be the only one there, but it doesn't take but you and God to change things around you. Live for God, live for God, live for God. Joshua had to put the choice to the people also when he said, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it be evil, if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, Choose you this day whom ye will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that went the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, amen, I'm going to make the choice. I'm the only one that can make the choice. I'm going to serve the Lord. Amen. At some point in your life, you are going to have to make a choice. Am I going to serve God or am I not? Am I going to surrender my will? That is what keeps many people from living for God is their will. Am I going to surrender my will to his will? Am I going to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness? And then Moses began to bless each of them. Can I tell you today, we cannot begin to understand the power that comes from the man of God praying for us and blessing us. Abraham prayed for Lot. God said, I'm going to destroy those cities. Abraham, of course, he loved people. Of course, he would have liked to see the whole city spared. But Abraham wanted Lot spared. And he went through his litany. God, if there's 50 righteous, understanding that 
in those 50, God would also spare Lot. If there's 45, 40, 35, 30, went right down the line. Amen. Could not even find that few. But God understood the prayer of that man of God that he was reaching out for the souls of his family. Amen. And God sent an angel down there. Thank God. Amen. Thank God that he does that. Sent an angel down and led them out by the hand and spared them that day. Moses praying for the people. Amen. When God said, I'm not going to go with you. And Moses said, Lord, you can't do that. You've got to bless this people. You've got to remain with this people. You don't know. Uh, amen. You can't comprehend. Uh, amen. The blessing that there comes. Uh, amen. From the man of God praying over your life. And then God took Moses up to the mountain. And he showed him the land which he had promised his seed. And he died. And the Bible says God buried him. And then we begin in chapter number one of Joshua in verse number one. Now after the death of the servant of the Lord, it came to pass. Every promise God gave them. It's time to go over, Joshua. Every place you set the sole of your foot, I'm going to give that to you. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. Three times he told them, be strong and of good courage. Be very courageous. Uh, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. Uh, there's not anybody going to be able to stand against you. All the days of your life, so long as you keep living for me, I'm going to be with you. He said, I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Wow. He must have been so excited. The people must have been so excited. God is going to do this and God is going to do that. But look what happened. Look what happened next. After all that happened in those chapters in the beginning of Joshua 1. Joshua spoke to the people. And this is what he said then Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying pass through the host and command the people saying prepare you victuals for within three days ye shall pass over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. Before any promise was fulfilled, before any victory was given, before they set one foot in that promised land to possess it, look what he said to them. Prepare you victuals. What that means is it means get your provisions ready. What was so special about that? What was so special about what he was saying to them? You have to understand that everything they had received, 
they had been given. Yes, it was God that gave it to them, but everything they had been given, they had received and did not have to work for it. For so long, they had been used to getting everything they needed. When they were thirsty, God provided water. Their shoes and their clothes never wore out. God was their GPS. He directed them with a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Every morning when they got up, there was food outside their tent. Can I let you know that some people want the blessings and the things of God to be placed right in their lap. God didn't put it on their dinner table. He didn't put it in their cooking stoves. He put it outside their tent. So many have needs in their lives uh, and they'll cry out, Pastor, pray for this. Past saints, pray for this. Uh, amen. And not going to God for themselves. They're wanting it to drop in their laps. Sometimes you have to go. Anybody? Raise your hand. You want a piece of chocolate? Anybody else want a piece of chocolate? You want a piece of chocolate? It's that's like it's like it is it's like it is with God. People want things to be dropped in their lap so they don't have to get up and get it. But every morning, God took his food and he dropped it outside the tent. And he said, if you want it, come and get it. Every day, if you want it, come and get it. It's not going to change. I'm not throwing any more out. If you want it. Come and get it. If you want it. This is what the Lord told them. I'll, I'll put it outside your tent. What you got to do is, but you got to come and get it. And he kept dropping it out there every morning without fail. If you want it, 
Come and get it. Sometimes, sometimes we may have to go out and get it. The blind man, after Jesus spat in the ground and put that spittle on his eyes and said, you're healed. What did he say? Go and wash in the pool of Shalom. To the lepers, uh, when they came and God said, you're healed, he said, go and show yourself to the priest. Uh, amen. To Naaman, when he wanted to be healed of leprosy, he was told, go and dip in the mighty river Jordan seven times. Uh, to the woman with the issue of blood, when she saw Jesus, uh, amen, she had to push her way through the crowd uh, and touch the hem of his garment before she got what she needed in her life. Uh, what are you saying? Uh, Amen. So many are waiting for the blessings to fall right into their laps. But we may have to get up and get out to get them in our lives. For the first time, for the first time, for the first time, this generation had to prepare for themselves to go on their journey. God's bag was empty. He was no longer pouring it out. It was no longer outside the tent. But the first time, God said, now you've got to do something. I'm going to give you victory in three days. You're going to cross over and possess the land. But you have got to prepare. You're the ones that have got to get Get ready. Uh, you're the ones that have got to get your provisions where they belong. For the first time, they had to prepare their own provisions. How many of you remember the first time your mother told you you had to wash your own clothes? Am I the only one? How many of you remember the first time your mother told you to iron your own shirt? A lot of spoiled kids here today, I guess. How many of you remember the first time your mother told you you had to sew on your own buttons? Clean your own room. Let me tell you this morning, my pastor's anointing is not enough. I've got to get my own anointing. My parents' blessing is not enough. I've got to get my own blessing. Uh, others' prayers are not enough. I've got to get my own blessing. Uh, why? Because on the horizon, uh, amen, God has got something phenomenal for us. Uh, in three days, you're going to pass over. There's coming a time uh, where God is going to do a phenomenal work, but we've got to prepare our own provisions right now. Every place you set your foot is yours. Uh, there are blessings and promises uh, that God has waiting for you and for this church. Uh, but you have got to get your hands uh, and your feet uh, and your minds in the work of God. You have got to prepare, pray, 
praise, worship, plan, and do. And as God said to them, I believe he's saying to us, I have given you the land to possess. It's yours. But you might have to fight for it. You might have to involve yourself in order to see it happen. And so it leads me to these cards that I ask each of you to fill out today. Everybody filled their own card out with your requests from the Lord. This is what I want God to do in my life. And here's what I feel God is saying to us today. Like he said to those children of Israel, hey man, you need to prepare. You've got to have faith. You've got to trust me. You've got to get on your knees and pray. You've got to get in some intercession. You've got to believe that I can do what you asked me to do, praise the Lord. And then you've got to have faith and reach out and claim the promises of God. And so just like you wanted the candy, just like God put the food out in front of them and they had to reach out to get it. Hey man, what I'm doing here today, uh, hey man, you can say it's corny. You can say whatever you want to say. I really don't care. Uh, if I didn't feel it in the Holy Ghost, I wouldn't have done it today. Uh, hey man, but here it is. Uh, hey man, you wrote it to God uh, and God is saying back to you, uh, you want your request uh, answered. You want your need answered. Uh, hey man, you wrote something special on your card. Here it is. Come and get it. You can sit there if you want. You can watch them fall if you want. But God's saying to you, do you have enough faith that you can get up and come and get your request? When you pick it up, believe, amen, that what I'm going to, what you ask me, I can do. Here it is, come and get it. There's no names. I'm not telling you who wrote what on there. You know what your card is. Uh, amen. You've got to exercise a little bit of faith. Uh, you've got to exercise a little bit of trust. Uh, amen. You've got to believe uh, that God said, I'm going to give you these things. Uh, amen. And now you've got to trust me. Uh, now you've got to prepare for them. Uh, amen. Now you've got to put faith into action. Uh, now you've got to step up. Uh, amen. And believe. Uh, amen. What I said could happen uh, is going to happen. It'll never happen if you sit there. It'll never happen if you don't believe. It'll never happen. But God said, here it is. Here it is. Amen. Here it is. I'm giving it right back to you. You asked me for it. I seen it. I hear it. Amen. I know what's on that card. Amen. I understand what you're asking for. Just pick it up in faith. Pick it up in faith. Pick it up in faith. You might have to go look for it. Uh, you might have to search through everybody else's needs. Uh, you might have to walk around a little bit. But God's saying, uh, God's saying, here it is. Uh, it's yours. Uh, it's yours. Uh, if you'll trust me. Uh, if you'll believe for me today. Uh, amen. If you'll uh, put me to to the test. Uh, amen. If you'll prepare yourself, uh, if you'll pray, uh, if you'll seek my face, uh, if you'll live for me, uh, if you'll do what needs to be done, uh, you've got to prepare your own faith. Uh, you've got to prepare it for yourself. You've got to believe that God will do what he said he would do.
Oh my, oh my. What a challenge we've got. What a challenge we got. What a challenge we got. God's going to do it for us. He said in three days. In other words, in a very short time. It's not going to be a long time. It's not going to be another 10 years. It's not going to be another 20 years. But in a very few short days. I've already given you the promise. I've already given you the land. I've already given you where you're going to be. You just need to possess it. Possess it. Possess it. Possess it. Possess it. God, I believe you can save me. God, I believe you can deliver me. God, I believe you can heal me. God, I believe you can reach my family. God, I believe you can do what needs to be done in my life. And so, and so as we're, we're believing God for our own request, and God is con- concerned about you, I want to tell you that God cares about your situation in your life. He cares about your needs. He cares about the things that are bothering you. He cares about what you're asking him for. He cares about all these things for you. God cares about all these things, and he's willing He's willing, he's willing to help you not give it to you, not drop it in your lap, but he's willing to help you uh, if you'll seek him, uh, find these things come to fruition in your life. But here's what else he's saying today. Not only do you need to prepare for your own miracle and your own blessing, Say, Pastor, how can, how can you say that? I'm not prophesying anything this morning. Don't get me wrong. I'm not standing up here saying everything is going to be that way. I prophesy. No, no. I'm feeling the urge of the Spirit today. Amen. Amen. God's just trying to do something with us, church. He's trying to mold us. He's trying to make us. He's trying to get us to understand, amen, that we can have what needs to be had in our lives if we'll just trust Him. If we have enough, if we have enough faith and enough tenacity to proclaim it and then go after it God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think how 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 we talked about it according to the power that worketh in us that's what God wants to do for you Here's what God wants to do. He said, for I am with thee. Hear the word of the Lord. He said, I am with thee. And no man shall set on thee to hurt thee. This is his words, not mine. I'm with you. Nobody, nobody, nobody's going to take you down. Nobody is going to make you fall. Nobody. 
I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities uh, nor things to come nor things present uh, amen shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus nobody nobody I'm with thee and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee but hear the word of the Lord for I have much people in this city. God is trying to speak to you today and let you know. Amen. In three days, we could possess a land which is astronomical. It flows with milk and honey. Amen. There's just blessing beyond blessing beyond blessing. Amen. Right across the border. Amen. Every place we set our foot, God said, I'm going to give it to you. Every time you put your foot down, amen, those people are going to bow down before you. Jesus said, I'm with you. Amen. Nothing is going to hurt you. Amen. Why? Why am I with you? Why have I put my spirit around you that nothing can hurt you? For I have much people in this city. As much as God wants to minister to every one of your individual needs that you've written on these cards today, God died on a cross. Amen. Gave his life. Amen. Hung there, bled, suffered, and died. Amen. That other people might receive what we have today. And God is calling a church in Wallingford. He's calling a group of people in Wallingford. I'm with you. Nobody's going to hurt you, but you've got to understand, I've got much people in this city. Then God bring them in. No, no, no. We have got to prepare. We have got to prepare, and we have got to go out and get them. And so just, just as God is saying to you today, I can do for you what you've got written there. God is saying, I've got people that if you'll go, if you'll go, if you'll prepare, if you'll pray, if you'll fast, if you'll intercede, if you'll reach out to them, I have much people in this City, just as you reached out for your card, God has put another group of cards in front of you, and He wants you to reach out for them also. There's somebody lost on Bailey Avenue who will go, there's somebody lost on Chimney Hill Road who will go, there's somebody lost on Grove Street. Who will go? There's somebody on Fritz Circle. Jesus is saying, who will pick up the burden and who will go? There's somebody on Yale Avenue, on Northrop Road, on Murdoch Avenue, on Pinehurst Drive, on Brooklong Drive in Wallingford, on Tankwood Road, on Rockledge Drive. There's somebody there that needs God. There's somebody on Cedar Street. There's somebody on Cheshire Avenue. There's somebody 
somebody on Allen Avenue. Uh, there's a lost soul on Lincoln Drive. Uh, who go get them? Uh, there's somebody on Grandview. Uh, there's somebody on Jones Road. Uh, God is saying, uh, amen, in short time, uh, I'm going to do a great work uh, on Marshall Street, uh, on South Cherry Street, uh, on Judge Square. Uh, amen, somebody's there. Uh, somebody's on Fair Street, uh, and they need God. Who'll go? Who'll go? Do you have enough faith to come and pick up a card? Amen. Do you have enough faith to go to South Whittlesley Street and begin to pray up and down that street? Begin to intercede. Does somebody have faith for Prince Street? Does somebody have faith for William Street? They're here. They're here. It's in your hands today. God said, I... I'm with you. Nobody's going to hurt you. Amen. But I've got a lot of people in this city. I've got a lot of people here for you. On Meadow Street, there's somebody on Meadow Street. There's somebody in Cheshire, Connecticut. There's somebody in Hamden, Connecticut. There's somebody There's somebody in Meriden, Connecticut. God is waiting for somebody. God is waiting for somebody to pick up the card. He's waiting for somebody to get the burden. He's waiting for somebody just as you wanted your request answered. His request to us. His desire to us. His calling to us. It's time to go. It's time to go. Wallingford, Calvary, United Pentecostal Church. The Holy Ghost is speaking to us today and He's imploring us. It's time to go. It's time to go. Prepare your victuals. Get your provisions ready. Amen. Get full of the Holy Ghost. Get full of the power of the Lord. Intercede on behalf of souls. time to go if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves as bad as I want my request I've got to hear the request of God you've got to go you've got to go shall humble themselves and pray this again your provisions ready and seek my face and turn from your wicked ways then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and I will heal their land our three days is not far off church our three days is on the horizon the outpouring of the Holy Ghost is right in front of us who will go in the year that King Uzziah died I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple Above it stood the seraphims, each one had six wings with twain. He covered his face and with twain he covered his feet and with twain he did fly and cried one, cried 
one unto the other and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. And I cried out, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell among the people in the midst of the people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken off the tongs of the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth. Is there anybody here today that will cry out to God? forget about who I am forget about my position forget about all these kinds of things that will cry out to God as he's crying out to us touch my lips touch my lips touch my lips Jesus he laid it upon my mouth and said lo this has touched thy lips and thine iniquity is taken away and thy sin is purged and I heard the voice of the Lord saying whom shall I send and who will go then said I here am I send me anybody want to answer the call today anybody want to answer the call today who's going to go who's going to go Somebody's waiting for you. Somebody's waiting on their street, in their house, at their door. They're waiting for you to come and to knock on their door and say, I know a God that can change your life. Who will go? Who will go? Oh, worship Him. Come on, praise Him. This is a very serious moment for our church today. It's a very serious moment for all of us today. God is reaching for us one more time. In three days, it could happen in a very short period of time. We could see the absolute outpouring of the Holy Ghost like we've never seen before. But who will go? Who will go? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that's it. Talk to the Lord about it. God, lead me, Jesus. Lead me, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. The bag is empty today. The bag is empty, but God has put before you something else. Reach out for it. I'm going to go, Lord. I'm going to go, Lord. I'm going to prepare God. I'm going to tell somebody about you. God, I believe that you're with me, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, I worship you, 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 I worship you. 
It might be somebody right next door to you. It might be somebody across the town from you. It might be somebody in a different town. But God is saying, I'm with you. I've got much people out there. I've got much people. You've got to find them. I'm coming soon. I'm coming very soon. And there's much people out there that are waiting for you to find them. Will you go? Will you go? Will you go? Will you go? Yes, 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 here I am, Jesus, here I am, Jesus, here I am, Jesus, here I am, Jesus, here I am, Lord, here I am, this is a call to action today, church, a call to action, prepare, prepare, prepare your victuals, prepare your Get your provisions ready. Prepare, prepare. It's a call to action today. Here I am, Jesus. Here I am, Jesus. Here I am, Jesus. Here I am. Let your spirit move through me. call for outreach I would be there but yet I don't see that in the Bible church what does the Bible say God put the challenge before him and what did he do he sent them them two by two go he sent them two by two and he said go he sent them two by two and he said go you see where I'm going he sent them two by two he sent them two by two Go, go. He sent them two by two. Two by two. Put them together, two of you. And he said, Go. You see where I'm getting that church? You don't need formal outreach called. 
You don't need formal time of witnessing call. What we need is to hear the Lord sending us two by two saying, go. Two by two, he's saying, go. Two by two, he's commissioned us, go out there. They're out there. They're within your reach. You can do it. You can do it. But you've got to go. You've got to go. You've got to go. Oh, here I am, Lord. Here I am. I give all myself to you. Pastor, okay, fine. Come on. Come on. He's still sending two by two. He's still sending two by two. He's still sending two by two. Move through me, Jesus. Move through me, Jesus. I want your power. I want your anointing. I want to move in the demonstration of your spirit with power. God, here I am. Here I am. I'm not satisfied with the status quo anymore. I'm not satisfied with what I've had in the past anymore. Move through me. 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 Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. coals are being gotten off an altar today. God is sending them down your way. He's going to touch your lips. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. am. Move through me. Here I am. One more time. Let's all sing it to him here. I am Lord, here I am, I give all myself to you. you I worship you I worship you I worship you I worship you 
your name, Lord. I bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. God, I worship you, I worship you, I worship you, I worship you, I worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Jesus, I worship you, I worship you, I worship you. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. I know I preached for a very long time today. I don't apologize for it. But I hope somebody hope somebody can hear the Spirit's calling today. Prepare. 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 I've got a great blessing for you, but you've got to prepare. Amen. I pray that the Lord's blessing would be upon you today. Amen. That we would not walk away from here and forget what God was trying to say to us today and speak to our hearts that we would allow God to continue to do this work in our life three days a very short time a very short time Jesus is coming we've got to reach the lost we've got to reach the lost I'm going to ask my my daughter-in-law, Melissa, to put together a list of the needs of this people that came here Friday. She handed it to me this morning. We're going to publish it, put it out for people. We want to help this family at Christmas time. And if you would like to participate, we're not going to take a pledge or anything like that. Take the list, let her know what you're going to get, and we're going to try to check off on that list everything this family needs for this Christmas. What a better way to illustrate this sermon this morning than to going, going to reaching people that have need in their life. You say, well, we're not bringing them to a church. No, but we're introducing them to a God that has worked through our lives that they can know for themselves. Amen. So if you would do that, Melissa, please, and we'll have it ready for you for Wednesday. And uh, take on that list. They have each items that they would like. And we'll give them to that family and help them. Amen. God's good, isn't he? God's good. Praise the Lord. I thank the Lord for his goodness and kindness. Amen. He is so wonderful to us. Turn around to your neighbor. Greet him in the name of the Lord. Don't forget, Avery has cupcakes. If you want to bring them out here, Avery, so everybody can see them. $2 each. Amen. $2 each, and she'd appreciate them. I want you to take these cards, please, your own personal request. Don't throw them out. Keep them. Keep praying over them. 
God can do what needs to be done in, in these streets and go pray for them. Lord bless you. You're dismissed today in Jesus' name.